Back to Old School with DP and J. Presented by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Sorry, Jay Foreman. Didn't mean to do it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, brother. We got lost in it. We had to. We had to let that one marinate a little bit. Yeah, I hear you, man. Of course, the end of the week, man. You gotta, you know, when that song used to, you know, jump off. You really would be thinking about pumping the bump, man. You know, <laughs> what kind of party you was about to have? You know. Oh my goodness gracious! That is such a jam. Oh, my goodness gracious. Husker Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman. Where are you at, brother? What's happening? Uh, I'm headed to uh, the Metro Omaha. I got to do something. So I'm going to do a little, you know, spread the ism, do a little speech up here. So about it, man. You know what I'm saying? I was just trying to hold it down. It is appreciated. I know how to. No, it's appreciated. Like, you're out there giving speeches and – Looking out for people, it, it it it's important. It's a good deal. Um, to 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 start with basketball, I don't know if you caught. Did you catch any of the news with the Phoenix Suns and the, the nonsense that was going on out there? Yeah, my mom um, used to live out there in Glendale, but she's been a long time Suns fan, so she keeps me abreast of anything to do with the Suns. And so this is uh um. You know, obviously she she sent me an article, gave me gave me not only her two cents but five cents and ten cents. So, <laughs> man, that's crazy, man. It's kind of you know, it's obviously you know the the, the Clippers owner out there doing his thing. This guy's a long time owner. It's crazy that it's just finally coming to light right now. And uh, the thing that's crazy is just that the the statement that the Suns uh, put out. is probably as long as the article that was written. So it's kind of you know, like dang. You know, can we get the clip notes of your statement? But I guess when you have 70 people uh, accusing you of stuff, you got to make sure all the, the I's are, are dotted and the T's across. Yeah, I just – it would have been really cool to just be able to go, no, that wasn't us. <laughs> we didn't You're right, yeah. <laughs> to have people say no, 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 really, we would never do such a thing and have people believe you for it. Like, that would be really cool. Oh, yeah. oh man, it's it's interesting times. Interesting times. Um, t- Thursday night is a is is the Jets and the Colts. And Jay, my question, I was trying to figure out what, how I was going to motivate myself to watch Jets versus Colts on a Thursday night. Help me out. What's to look for? Uh, well, what are you seeing with uh, what what Mike Mike uh. Effin White is going to do right. That's his, that's his name. Uh, what he says, he, he, he's, he's the guy that stepped on the scene, played one game, and his jersey and helmet are in in, in uh, Canton already because we're having first starting to throw four hundred yards or whatever he did. Um, it's really going to come down to Carson Wentz lose this game. Does he play good enough to win the game, or does he play bad enough to lose this game? And uh, the Jets' defense is pretty solid. The offense is just okay. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts was somewhat a glimmer of light with uh, Derrick Henry being out and then uh, a big victory last week. They should be thinking about trying to put them away early. Um, 
you know, if not, you know, the longer you let a team like the Jets hang around, the, the closer it comes to the reality of Carson Wentz is just not that guy. So um, I look for the Colts to win. Their running attack is really good with Jonathan Taylor. Um, and Carson Wentz will do just enough to win. What would have – can you recall a situation where a, a second or third team quarterback came in and gave you the business, put up 400, put up like a day like that? Uh, oh, you know, I gotta rack my brain. No, not really. You know, it's crazy is that uh, you might see it more often now in the league because, like, back when I was playing, you know, there was real deal quarterbacks, man. You know, they, they were for real. You, you weren't just throwing guys out there. And I think the defensive acumen and not the, the inability to play real defense helped quarterbacks that normally wouldn't be playing be successful early so i've never experienced anything like that um the homeboy got some cojones though um you know i think he said they said he's been up and down on the jets roster or cut and while he's been an nfl player 11 times and so that's it that lets you know he has some uh fortitude he believes in himself and he's got a chance and look you know you got to be happy for somebody like that like every every time every game he plays He's making himself money. Not if it's not with the Jets, it's somebody else. And and if he shows and plays well for you know a few games, you know he could be a you know the modern day version of uh, Chase or Chase Daniel and, and, and be in the league for twelve years. Um, you know because he might most likely not be a franchise guy, but he could be a reliable backup. And those guys make a great living and uh, with less of the uh, body damage from playing NFL football. Yeah, that, that happens quite a bit, right? Like there was, there was the talk today, and, and of course Derek Carr uh, put himself out there, and he was standing up and you know standing up for for some of his teammates. But there's <laughs> who's there? Who's the Raiders' backup quarterback? Do you remember the the? Uh, oh, what's oh? Tuesday? Well, they did. it was well they cut they cut uh, what well, was Marcus Mariota? Right, it is Marcus Mariota. Is it Marcus Mariota? They brought yeah. yeah. They had this is where I I asked yeah. But, the, but then they but then they brought in Peterman. Yeah, that's okay. That so used to, so, that, so how, that used to be with the Buffalo Bills, and he is horrible. How was he in and, the league? Uh, exactly. When he got signed, I'm like, there must now. Do you talk about the text messages and the emails for for Jonathan Gruden, John Gruden? He must got he must be he, he must got some. Uh, he must have got some naked pictures of John Gruden or something like that, man. I, he must have sure. ran into John Gruden at like a rave party in Vegas. In <laughs> a rave, it was there. Everybody, <laughs> no, no, like he. John, hey, John Gruden were rolled up in there with eye black on around his eyes. It's uh, yeah. So yeah, so Peterman got cut Tuesday and then re-signed uh, yesterday, and, and you go, wow. There's some bad quarterbacks still in the league, man. There's some dudes who just yeah, man. managed to hang around. There's bad quarterbacks playing everywhere at every level. And, you know, sometimes when I watch some of these NFL games or college games, I'm like, man, I wish I played then. Boy, they they just throwing picks right to you. You know, <laughs> I mean, heck, you know, you, you, you salivating for the time that you get the, the odd time to play against the Joey Harrington, and then you punching and kicking yourself that you don't get a pick because you got Peyton Manning, Mark Brunel, and uh, Steve McNair, you know, six times a year, and you ain't you don't get a let up. And then let alone, you know, you think you can, uh, you know, go up to the Cleveland Browns and get a week off, and you're playing against Jeff Garcia yeah. and then Ben Roethlisberger. There was no let up. And so these guys out there just throwing balls at you like they're playing pitch and catch and playing keep away from the offense. So 
Uh, it's a good time to be a defensive player. Uh, it's a great time to be a quarterback because if you got a heartbeat and pulse and you can actually play deep position, you can play for a very long time. Yeah, and make a whole lot of good money. Down in, down in Austin, Texas, Steve Sarkeesian is feeling heat. Uh, he comes in with oh, great my. expectation. The Longhorns are four and four, and that's not good enough. What happens? Like, Texas has its constant rotating serial soap opera. What's happening down there? And what, I mean, is it asking too much for Sarkeesian to come in and have them above 500? Oh, I mean, look, I said this, and I don't know where I was when they were playing Oklahoma. I said, he just, this is, this is the first paragraph in his obituary when he gets fired at, at Texas. This is it, this game right here. This is the start yeah. of him being fired. So it's not too much to ask. It's just a, look, Texas is different. There's a lot of politics, a lot of money. Um, the culture is not there because you got so many different big money guys that down there that is pulling different strings in the athletic department. And, you know, they should be above 500. He had a big blow with his best receiver, you know, uh, which, you know, receivers are usually high maintenance or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you're having a, a heated argument to the point that the media got to repeat or got to report, you know, openly the, you know, blow by blow or, you know, play by play of it. So it's one of the things that, uh, you, you know, down, coaching down in Texas takes a, you know, a unique individual and, uh, you know, they got talent down there and they're not, it's probably not where he wants it, but in the big 12, you know, with their schedule, they, he should, they should be better than, you know, four, four and four. They should be six and two. And, but they got that big eyesore giving that game away against Oklahoma. Uh, and it just kind of really, you know, curtailed their whole season so far. Yeah, I just when I saw the piece, I just went, oh, my goodness gracious. Texas can't get a break, but, you know, we're familiar with that, so we understand the get down. Listen, man, be safe on the road. Get up there. Handle your business. I know you'll you'll knock it out of the park. Uh, we'll holler at you tomorrow on a Friday and get ready for Ohio State. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you, brother. That's Jay Foreman, Husker Hall of Famer. With the word of break, we'll close out old school, but don't go anywhere. The truth, 6-7. to seven, And then what's the buzz from 7 to 9? And there are many, many guests tonight. So sit tight. There'll be some crossover. Yes, sir. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.